Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, let's talk about the second power. It is the network um, economics. Um, so exactly what is network economics, right? So by definition, by the author, it is the value of the service to each customer that is enhanced as new customers join the network. So in this particular one, it doesn't really relate to tech that much, but the bigger the network, the more new people join, the more revenue the, the company is going to have, and they're going to make their experience more seamless, right? Um, an example that I can think of right now, just out, uh, out of the top of my head, is the uh, Starbucks mobile uh, watering system, right? Or the uh, Chipotle uh, mobile uh, uh, system, right? The more people that join their app, I think for a Starbucks is more pronounced. Um, they they usually uh, have you to put money on there as a Starbucks, uh, like actual money, and then you can use it to make drinks, and then you can literally park there and go get it and then walk out, right? So that is a great example of network economics. Now, um, it's really, really interesting to see that um, a business in which the value is realized by a customer, the more customer that it has, the better the business will be, right? An example of that would be, um, let's say a couple of Chinese company, right? Um, the uh, JD.com, right? Jingdong, which is uh, Amazon of China, right? Uh, they have this uh, grocery service that's called Qixian, right? Uh, Seven Freshness, right? Um, Alibaba, right? Um, uh, a juggernaut and Tencent, they all each have their own payment systems, right? So the, as more people join their company, as more people join their services, buy their products, then they're going to have a better um, network um, economics to be able to fulfill their business strategy and also their revenue. So what is a power benefit, right? So a company in a leadership position, right? It's very important. If you're leading in the network um, economics, can actually charge higher prices than its competitors because there will be higher value for more users. A uh, couple example here, right? Apple, right? The Apple um, ecosystem. I used to, you know, be more of a um, anti Apple. I'm. I used to be a techie, right? I use Android phone only. And then I just kind of give it up. I was like, yeah, I just get got got tired of chasing the latest fad, right? The, uh, the uh, refresh rate and then the OLED screen. Um, I still like my old Android phone, but I just jumped to <laughs> iPhone and then just, you know, like clear my time off from researching the phone just by whatever size it is, right? The iPhone 12 mini will be my next phone or 13 mini, the uh, uh, little one. So I can free my... Um, bandwidth to read books to do other things, right? That is the same thing. Like Apple's stuff is higher priced than, than um, its Android competitors, um, although uh, Androids are pricey as well. But um, you know that you're actually getting a better experience because if you own other Apple products, right, they work together. Um, Samsung is start copying that. I think Huawei are start copying that, right? Another thing is, is Amazon Prime, right? Um, they use Prime to pay for their trucks. They use Prime membership to pay for their uh, video uh, production, right? The um, Amazon uh, Prime video uh, streaming process. And they use their Prime to 
you know, get vertical um, integration with garage openers, right? Uh, the Amazon key, so they can deliver it right to your garage. So this two examples from Amazon and for for um, Apple is really key in terms of, okay, this is something that um, they are actually looking at to improve their value within the company. Now, what is a barrier for network economics? Um, it's actually the same thing that we talked about come uh, yesterday, right? With Ascal um, economics, it's, it's really, really hard to uh, gain shares in that market, right? An Apple user will most likely not even consider Android phone at all, right? And typically, an uh, incumbent will spend too much to gain market share, and then the cost of getting new market share is actually really, really high, right? Um, I think if you're in the U.S., you kind of see this, uh, you know, uh, I think it was T-Mobile, right? They usually do this type of commercial where they're like, yeah, if you switch, we're going to give you a new phone. Or um, if you switch, we'll cancel it for you and, and, and give you this amount of cash, right? They really need to bump up their customer acquisition costs for them to get new customers if they are not the leader in that particular industry. So other um, attributes for uh, network economics, right? So we're going to have winner take all, right? And um, an example will be Facebook, which is obviously a uh, industry leader. And then maybe we have Google Plus, right? Which is in an entirely second tier uh, social media app, right? Or we have um, Amazon China, right, which ex, uh, which um, exited the Chinese market back in 2014 versus JD.com, right? It's just very, very hard for them to have two winners or dual monopolies in that particular case. And secondly, is this can be used anywhere, right? And it's very, very important for an incumbent to carve out their own niche. I think a great example of this will be the differences between Facebook, which is a personal social network, and with LinkedIn, right? They are social networks, but LinkedIn is able to get some steam in recent years because of the fact that they are used for professionals, right? Facebook are for personal uses. They both have their own characteristics, but if you're really going to come up on the incumbent, on the service leader, then you really have to carve out your own niche and be the best in that one, right? Be the number one in that particular area. And number three is decisive early product. So this kind of correlates to, to the first power, that's why they're like number one and number two, is that um, early relative scaling is critical in developing this power. So you really have to reach a scale first and then you're gonna see the network effects take place. And there's not very many iPhones in the world. It doesn't really matter, right? Like if they're not selling enough Macs or iPad, then there's no not gonna be any devices to um you know like use it with right or uh or connect it to so this is a huge uh di- differentiator right here is you have to reach scale in the physical sense in the sales sense and then also you're going to create network um, uh, economics afterwards so who who really a scale the fastest it's really about um who gets the product right early on, right? Um, and an example of that I can think of would be an iPhone with, uh, versus, uh, I think, uh, 
Amazon's uh, Fire Phone, right? That was uh, Bezos' uh, uh, invention. Uh, probably his biggest product failure um, of of um, all of all time, right? And in that case, um, we are all using um, iPhones right now, right? Or Alexa from Amazon versus Siri. Um, Siri actually. Um, yeah, Alexa is being triggered right now. Um, no, existence is not a trigger. Jesus. Okay, we're getting philosophical. Can you guys hear that? But anyway, um, sorry if I trigger one of your uh, Alexa uh, a speaker as well. Oh crap! I said it again. Um, so the point is, is um, there has to be a different scenario, and the first person to get the product right, the better it is. So. That's it, right? This is the uh, network um, economics, kind of like a brief introduction into it. And then uh, for tomorrow, we're going to dive into the third power of uh, business uh, strategies. And then we go from there. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good day.